0: Liquor Talk starts right now. Welcome, one. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Liquor Talk podcast. I'm your man, Victor. We're coming to you live from Orlando, Florida. We got somebody else in Orlando as well. I'm coming to you from the beautiful Studio Max in Orlando, better known as the Independent Dream Factory, the Studio Max Independent Dream Factory, where your dreams can come true. I let my dog, Don. You know what I'm saying? We setting up bookings. They they record everything here, music video, what he you Go ahead and get them a shout out. They also look out for your boy, you know what I'm saying? And also, shout out to all my subscribers on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcast at. Shout out to you all. Thank you for pouring up with us and joining me today. We got somebody from the home team, y'all. We got a little fam reunion also in Orlando. She's the host of the not Pro- not that problematic podcast. It's Bristol. From the strike team to the podcast world. Wow. What a reunion.
1: What a reunion. What a reunion. Thank you for having me. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to
0: be here. So happy to be here. It's not a problem. How you been?
1: I've been good. I've been good. I've just been, you know, out here, wifing, momming, podcasting. I got a little inconsistent with my podcast, but then, you know, we're back on. We've been consistent these last couple months putting out um content every week. And um yeah, took a break from working. You know, Beyonce said, quit your job. And I was like, okay, so, you know, <laughs> went ahead. I did that. And then um, I quit my job in September of 2022. And then I just started working again in April. So, you know, took a little break off for the holidays, for the top of the year, Q1. And now, you know, just back doing my thing living life
0: yes that's what's up that's what's up um so tell the people about your podcast
1: okay so not that problematic the podcast is the safe space for the shit that you can't say out loud and it came from just a lot of my friends telling me that i was problematic like they be always like bristol you oh my you can't say that bristol like you can't (laughs) say that blah, blah 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 and i just feel like And in society, it's like, I'm not that problematic. But a lot of the shit that I say, people tell me I'm not supposed to say it out loud. So (laughs) on my podcast, I talk about everything that's going on um, in like pop culture. Uh, A lot of the stuff I talk about everybody sees i call it the black Cnn um everybody sees it on the shade room um so i talk about that but then i come from it from a perspective of what's the broader conversation that we can have like we can talk about the in, the we can talk about the individuals that the subject is about but i like taking the conversation finding the nuance in the conversation and then broadening it to like what's the lesson you know what I mean so that's mm-hmm. Pretty much. And I talk a lot of shit. So that's (laughs)
2: that's
1: that's pretty much the gist of it. And you can find me wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Anchor, literally wherever you get your podcast. I'm there.
2: Yeah,
0: that's real. So so what made you decide to just go ahead and start a podcast? Because, you know, everybody done got on this podcast. (laughs) Boom. And now you look up every other person got a podcast.
1: I started, um, because everybody used to tell me, like, you need a podcast. If my followers on Instagram, previously on Snapchat. So I used to be on Snapchat all the time. I'm not on Snapchat anymore because Snapchat is a place for drug dealers and prostitutes now and get your money. Um, Ever since Instagram made the IG story, that's where I bring my rants to. So I would just rant, 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 rant. And I like to opine. So, everybody would be like, Oh my God, you need a podcast. And I consume a lot of podcasts, like the legendary podcasts like The Brilliant Idiots, The re Flagrant 2, um, where Andrew Schultz, um, Joe Rogan. So, you know what I mean? I listen to a lot of, I probably listen to podcasts just as much as I listen to music. And I'm like, Oh, I can do that. I talk a lot of shit. I have a lot of opinions. And, um, Everybody telling me I need one because don't nobody want to click through your Instagram story and all you're doing is yeah. is talking shit on Instagram. So yeah, you
0: know, you know, that's the exact same reason I started Liquor Talk because Liquor Talk used to be on Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? I used to have the Snapchat videos and stuff, and everybody used to be waiting for me to pop on Sunday nights. And then I saw somebody doing a podcast. I'm like, damn, this is really that easy. Shit, I can do it too.
1: Yeah, it's <laughs> It's a lot easier now than it was in the beginning because the more that <clears throat> excuse me the more that I podcast the easier that it gets because I learn more especially when you get the behind the scenes that's what a lot of people who start podcasts do not understand how much work goes into post production mm-hmm. because I made my own podcast I I put it out myself like I I do everything myself for my podcast I produce it I get my guests, like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? At this point, it's a one woman show. So, um, but once I learned to, to do that and I like to hear the growth in the podcast. So if you go back and listen to season one, I don't recommend you go listen to season one or not that problematic the podcast because the sound is crunchy. Like I didn't know anything about microphones or <laughs> um, just like anything about soundboarding, uh, about editing. I would just record and just put it out and then that would be it but now it's like we've gotten to the point where you know we're produced a little bit you know we got some technology we got us some good microphones mm-hmm. you know we we got us a, a, a unlimited zoom account so when we do virtual uh virtual guest it's you know the sound sound you know it comes
2: through really well so Yes,
0: yes. I do the same thing. I got unlimited StreamYard, stream yard, and so the one thing yeah. I like about this, I can literally live stream to the YouTube channel or whatever channels you just got to. So for those of y'all listening, pretty soon I'm probably going to live stream some episodes to the Facebook channel as well, you know. So yeah, you definitely can do that. You definitely can. It's a lot of um playing around with the live stream, and I definitely agree with you mm-hmm. on People think it's just you sit down and hit record. No, it's a lot of work. It's the editing, it's the marketing, and also it's the networking as well. Like I've made a lot of cool people during podcasting, so and yeah. then some that you don't you don't want to deal with it again. But that, that's yeah. the nature of the beast, you know.
2: A
1: hundred percent. And it's like to people, it's like you said. People think it's just getting a microphone and and sitting down and talking, and actually sitting down and talking. It's not that easy when you don't have shit to say, you know what I mean? So you have to like gather your, gather your thoughts and, you know, at least I come up with an outline for what you want to, for what you want to talk about, because if you just sit down and put a microphone to somebody in front of somebody, there's just, it's like a lot of ums and ahs and, and, and different things like that. So it's definitely, it's work, but I, I, I totally enjoy it. I a hundred percent enjoy doing it.
0: Yes, I definitely agree with you. I definitely hundred percent enjoy it because it's like your uh, your release from life. Because life at the FAMU has very been stressful. It's just been bills, jobs, and sometimes some relationships not working out, and then some bond friendships not working out. Is life does get real after college, you know? So yeah, shout out to everybody out there that was with fam or with us, because I'm like damn. I'm sitting here thinking about this. I'm like, wow, we were just all at FAMU a little while ago, all getting lit. Now we all living our lives.
1: Right. And then when you really think about it, and when you say a little while ago, it seems like a little while ago. Yeah. That was, that was, what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah, it <laughs> So over a decade, like, so, you know, auntie, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, you know, but. That's why that's one of the things that I appreciate about social media the most because it allows us to stay interconnected with each other. Like um, I don't know if you know Brandon Swanigan. Um, but I had him on the podcast on on the episode of my podcast, and I hadn't seen Brandon in 10, 10 years, maybe. Wow. Um, but we talk all the time on Instagram. Like if you look at our our Instagram DM, it's full. You would think that we go, you know what I mean, see each other on a weekly basis because social media allows that that aspect um, you know, I think the only person who I see the most who I, you know, and uh, is Destiny. And that's just, you know, she's the godmother to my kids. So it's like, you know, as far as like fam you people who I was at fam you with probably Probably her, just yeah. in person. But social media keeps us all connected, so it's like we don't really gotta be around each other because you know we always see what each other is is putting out mm-hmm. and doing and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and I do say shout out to the family people that are supporting Look at Talk because I know a lot of people they were um they were um they saw Look at Talk they be sharing they be showing love so I do appreciate you all even the, one, even the ones that don't always share the podcast or you know what I'm saying they always tune in um. I definitely appreciate it as well. But could you have imagined if we had our podcast back in our FAMU
2: days?
1: No, no, (laughs) no, I couldn't have. And um, I'm just so glad that I was at FAMU or we were at FAMU when we were there Mm -hmm. in that era, that 2008 to 2012 Mm -hmm. era of FAMU, I don't care what. Nobody says you can argue with your greasy, greasy grandpappy 2008 <laughs> to 2012 fam you peak fam you era. Yeah. I, I and, and and you can fight me because I will fight about that's peak fam you. That's Chubby's, yeah. I
0: saw they close. Chubby's, that's
1: when oh, Chubby's, that uh, the Chubby's, the club turned into Coliseum. We saw that transition. No. We saw Bajas. We saw 2020 open.
2: You yes. had...
1: Um, we saw Mount Zion in its heyday. And then mm-hmm. we saw it go down. The Edge nightclub. Come on now. Yeah. The moon, the moon at its peak. We got to go through DJ DJ KD, DJ Byron J, DJ Darkness, DJ Loose Kid. Mm-hmm. Like, come on. We yes the set, the set when it was the set when you can go and buy three bundles off the set for twenty dollars what Hell like yeah. you,
2: could,
1: you could buy a t-shirt a painting and some incense for fifteen dollars and get your life the mm. red uh what was the, the cravings truck the barbecue man yes i'm not r.i.p to so
0: the so real trained. yes
1: come on now yes, man. Nothing compares to FAMU from the years 2008 to 2012, and I'll fight anybody on it.
0: Like I, I agree with you. Um, it it I, now I like the fact that we're rebuilding now, but then seeing some of them doors get torn down, it kind of breaks my heart. I'm like, damn, we could just re, uh, remodel
2: it down, right?
1: I uh, I resided in Wheatley, oh so sweetly, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. TWC, and when they tore when they tore down TWC to build an amphitheater, that hurt. Yeah. That that hurt.
2: <laughs> that, that hurt.
0: That hurt. Now yeah. I think Gibbs is still standing. You know I think Gibbs. I'm not sure, but I think Gibbs is still standing. But I felt bad for my Paddy foot soldiers when I saw Paddyfoot getting torn down. I'm like, damn.
1: Yeah, it's like I went to homecoming last year, and I was like, where am I? Like, is this even fam? You like, where am I? But yeah, you it know, it's a, it's it's different. It's very, it's very different. Um, The food is still amazing, but like, you know, it's, everybody says, cause my mom went to FAMU and she tells me 82 to 86 for FAMU is the best time. And she'll fight me on that. We argue about that. And then my grandma went to FAMU. So it's like, and she talk about her time at FAMU when she was a major. It was, you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. I feel like everybody. All Rattlers feel like their era was like the peak era. <laughs> but <laughs> I just think <said, laughs> it's sound on mine.
0: Nah, I, I definitely agree with you because we were both there. It's like we were, everybody was live and everybody was just lit. And everybody was holding their positions accountable, meaning if they were on the royal court, they were actually doing what the hell they said what they were going
2: to do. You know?
1: Period. And it was just the beginning of social media. Mm. We just had a little bit of social media. We had um Facebook, obviously. We had Facebook. Twitter had just got popping. Yes, Twitter, Twitter, yes. Was. Twitter, had, Twitter, Twitter was. Twitter was had during the reckless era. Popping. This is back. This is Twitter when you could only put 140 characters and you mm-hmm. could only tweet. There were no pictures. There were. This is that Twitter, you know what I mean? And and Instagram.
2: Mm-hmm. Instagram
1: wasn't even, I, Instagram didn't even become a thing till like, what, 2011?
0: Yeah, and it was it was just on iPhones at first, and then, yeah. then finally and I had a
1: galaxy. I had a galaxy at that time. <sighs> the ghetto.
0: Yeah, I had a galaxy at <laughs> that time. <laughs> it's that funny movie? how we both had galaxies mm-hmm. and then, now we on team iPhone, you know.
1: Lendo, sorry, Leno, put that down, please sorry he had a he had a plug like
0: kids are crazy. Yeah, all good you, you got a baby. hey you got a babysitting and record it so
1: you came here with like the plug i'm like why do you have that
2: <laughs>
0: i know how it is but i'm just like to go from that to now it's like everyday life i haven't even been back to fam you in a minute but i see pit posts of everybody i'm like damn campus don't even look the same anymore
1: no not at all not at all it's it's not this it doesn't to me it doesn't have the same feel but also we the old niggas now so yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> um, we really are the old niggas, we now. The old
1: niggas. so <laughs> it's like the feel that it is now is i think very appropriate for the you know for the gen Zers that are for the gen Zers that are there um being on the other side of 30 is like, you know, I'm not, I I can't really be walking these hills like I used to, you know, auntie is tired. So it's, it's, I think it's for who it's for. And I, I, I truly am happy that I went when I went and I'm, I'm so happy that FAMU is still at the top of the ABCUs. Number yeah. one. And by top, I don't mean top three. I mean top one. There's no one above. Number yes. one, the only one that girl is fam you. And mm-hmm. the words of AJ, um Antonio, you other schools are lacking and you're poor. Um yes, they are. <laughs> so
2: they don't fam you.
1: You can ask LeBron. Mm. You can ask Pat Ocho Cinco, like yeah. the girls, the girls that get it, get it. You know, there's there's no school like fam you
2: like yeah
0: and i'm grateful for it you know what i'm saying i'm grateful 100%. for times because if if i didn't go through what i went through at fam we would not be doing liquor talk right now we would 100%. definitely definitely not be doing, getting liquor talk you know what i'm saying because right. fam you is it's that girl it's that it's that girl that's gonna make you better you know even if you want to you know what I'm saying once you hit them hills you're going to get better. So it's always fam you today, fam you tomorrow, fam you forever, you know. What I'm forever.
1: Hey, Lando, take this for Alana.
0: Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Looker Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Pour up that look if you haven't done so already. Go ahead and pour up the tequila on this unofficial holiday. You know, you know, us people, we always make Cinco de Mayo an unofficial holiday that, you know, but then when you do the research, it's like, oh, they just celebrated one of the damn war.
1: You know, Blacks love an excuse to get drunk.
2: That's true.
1: And we will celebrate any St. Patrick's Day, Cinco de Mayo, goddamn, uh, Rush to Shamashamaran. <laughs> <laughs> it don't matter. If it drunk, don't matter. The Blacks are there, and I'm here for it, and I have my tequila. Shout out to Mexico. Shout out to Cinco de Mayo, and you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: shout out to Cinco de Mile, even though we not at the turnips no more. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember being at fam during the summer and then everybody at Cancun's or whatever spot all day. We at the house parties all day. We'll start off at the house parties, then head over to to Cancun's where we just out there chilling all day, man. Eating
1: tacos, three tacos for a dollar or whatever. (laughs) Dollar shots of tequila. Ooh, bottom shelf liquor.
0: Of course, we didn't know it was bottom shelf liquor.
1: Bottom no. liquor. Will kill you. And like literally, I have I could not even imagine drinking like some bottom shelf. Cuz now my my uh liquor tolerance, oh it's only tequila. That's 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 what I'm drinking. I don't if it's a mixed drink and that has vodka, rum, whatever, take that out and add tequila. Cause that's that's yes, Lando.
0: Yes, you know, I still do it all, you know I said I, I still do it all, but everything in moderation, you know what I'm saying, right. Whereas you used to doing it all the time now you barely drink like there's some weeks I barely even drink, you know it's like
2: yeah, yeah,
0: of course, now I'm sipping, but I'm on low vodka, but it's just you barely yeah. do it now because you did that part of you is done, you know,
1: right, yeah, 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 um, I'm more so if you give me a couple glasses of wine, honestly, that's gonna be my that's gonna be my little steady little you know now i'll blow the house down with some uh <laughs> with some you know legal eagle but uh
0: yeah yeah you know what i'm saying it's like you know we all we all get old you know what i'm saying but hey we gotta make the best of it because i still want to be them ogs still wanna you know them right. true ogs who show up you know show up at the games got the um you know they got their own um, parking spots. You know mm-hmm. they got the cups. They got the barbecue and stuff, man.
1: They got the grills in the uh in the in the stadium parking lot, definitely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I want to be that alumni now. Now I'm out here looking out for fellow students that are here going now. You know what I'm saying, right? I had them them looking out for me in my last couple years. I would always pull up to where they were um where they were sitting at. Always got me a plate. Always got a drink. You know what I'm saying, right?
1: All the time, and they be so they're so uh giving um that's one thing i love about it too because i've never met a stranger that's a rattler and that's you know it's it's always yes lando
0: (laughs) yes never met a stranger of fmu you know saying it's like (laughs) you know you just love it it is what it is ladies and gentlemen remember this is the liquor talk podcast go ahead and tune in wherever you get your podcasts at baby's okay
1: they good, they, <laughs> they aggravating each other. I told you, they, uh, and <laughs> kids are so funny because my niece is older. She's, she's six and my son mm-hmm. is three mm-hmm. and um, they love each other. And they always wanna be around each other but they aggravate the hell out of each other. So if you put them in separate rooms it don't work because they always find themselves back together. Now, what's going on now is they each have an iPad. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: But they're trying to watch what the other one is watching, but they don't want to watch what... It's... it's, (laughs) It's given I'm about to start ignoring them. And (laughs) (laughs) there's really a couple more sips of my grand Corbino and y'all got it. (laughs) Y'all got it. Like, come on now. Y'all really got
0: it. Hey, that's real, though. That's real. Now, one thing I remember about you, you always went hard for the Lakers. Now, how this series looking? You know, what
2: you think?
1: First of all, it's Lakers in seven. You know, Um, (laughs) it's Lakers in seven all day, every day. I still go hard. And say it to him one more time, Vic. Let them know. I've always
2: yes.
0: gone
1: hard for
0: yes, the Lakers. You always. <laughs> I, I remember being in a class right. with you, and the professor always liked to talk about sports. And you always were hitting them with the Lakers questions. I'm like, I'm like, yes, So keep this man. Because, talking.
1: because if you're if you're gonna talk about the National Basketball Association and not mention the Lakers, then you're not talking about the National Basketball Association. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's giving dynasty legacy trilogy everything the Lakers are it 17 National Basketball Association Championship. Mm-hmm. 17.
0: Man, you know, you'll be fine if we get Lakers Celtics in the finals.
1: I think so I did an episode um two weeks before the playoffs started. Obviously um there was some injuries on the Clippers. I had I had Clippers, Philly or Clippers Boston. That's mm-hmm. that's who I had um, in the finals. Um, but you know, Kawhi ended up getting hurt, and all that. Now I think it's gonna be Lakers Miami, a repeat of the bubble. That's that's mm-hmm. my that's
0: my that's my feeling. Um, Ooh, that, that'd be good. That would be good. But we need Jimmy Butler
1: is playing his ass off. Like he on.
0: has, but he he done took that team on his back
1: backpack them i'm talking about put them in a jam sport zipped it up and just yeah um i think we're gonna we're gonna beat the warriors it's very funny because my husband is like a diehard warriors fan and not like a bandwagon fan <laughs> band <laughs> either and so it's it's tension at the crib right now but... i bet,
0: i bet it had to be tension when the warriors won all them titles and then the Lakers came back and won got that title you know
1: so everybody puts an asterisk by the bubble. They say the bubble don't count our championship. You know, nobody wants to count the bubble. And I understand that. But I think like um, when the Lakers was bad, they was bad. It is nothing you can do when you're a fan of the bad team, except yeah. let everybody talk They trash. But the thing about it is when the bad team gets good. What are you talking about? What can you do? Nothing because in the words of Kenny the Jet Smith, your team's gone fishing.
2: Mm-hmm. They're,
1: they're on vacation. My team's still at work, so you know what I mean so it's 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 funny because uh Lakers won game one, so you know, I'm online popping my shit. Just for us to get dog walked last night, I'm talking yeah, about.
2: Yeah, that was ugly. I was like, oh, Bruh,
1: they beat our ass last night, like. <laughs> I'm like,
0: goddamn! I guess this is what happens when everybody start making shots, you know? So. Yeah, man.
1: I cut the game off and started watching girlfriends reruns. It was yeah, uh,
0: It was that bad.
1: It was, bad. <laughs> it was. It was bad. I'm not watching this. Like, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing this to myself. I'm not. But yeah, I'm a huge. A huge Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan since 1996. Like it's it's when I went to my first Laker game. It's uh, I've been a fan for for my whole life, pretty much.
2: Yeah, yeah, I feel you there.
0: I Definitely feel you there. Um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you be at all the games when whenever Orlando, whenever they come to Orlando, you know.
1: I try to be. I definitely try to be. That's one thing I'm. I'm glad. Like. I'm into basketball. Like I'm like I'm not I'm a real basketball fan. Like like stats, I'm not just the Lakers. Like, so you know, um, and that's one thing that, that my husband and I share. We love basketball. Like, so we'll talk about it off season, blah blah blah, top five, all of that. So we we go to games and it's it's fun, it's a good time. It's it's expensive. I like being in a city where the team is not good though.
2: Yeah, I
1: do like that because the tickets are not, you know what I'm saying? They're not crazy. You can get pretty close to the court for, you know what I'm saying? And you're not spending an arm and a leg. But the only bad part is during the regular season, low management.
0: Like yeah, so, I, yeah. It's like whole shit, you know what I'm saying? This is not the NBA I grew up watching because yeah. back in the '90s and stuff, right, the early 2000s, all of them players they they didn't give a damn. They were out there playing. They played 82 games. They ain't doing mm-hmm. this management shit, you know. And I know the last time I we went to a Heat game, that that shit was kind of pricey, even though they were playing the Brooklyn Nets. But and I think Go I ahead. I'm mad that I caught them on a night of that damn low management. I'm like, me and my partner in town. It was Ann. Me and Ann are in town for spring break and you motherfuckers would be on load management. Ain't that- yeah,
1: it sucks because we went to um when we lived in Texas, we went to a Dallas it was the Mavericks game? No, it was the Spurs game. It was Spurs versus Warriors. We used to go see Spurs Warriors a lot when they played um, because mm-hmm. we didn't live anywhere far from, we lived like two hours away from San Antonio and uh, they was managing everybody. Kawhi was hurt. Steph wasn't playing. Clay wasn't playing. It was like, why did we even pay money? <laughs> like, I paid mm-hmm. this money to see Greg Popovich pretty much. Like, <laughs> everybody was everybody was hurt. But, you know, there are times where um, there was one game. was It was Spurs-Lakers, and uh, everybody played. That's when the Lakers had uh, Jabell McGee, Lance Stevenson, LeBron, mm-hmm. Dwight. Mm, and all of those guys. I don't remember mm. who else was on the team. They're not there anymore. But yeah,
0: yeah. I think they got real a lot. Those guys get AD, you know. And I and I and I hate a lot. And it's like I love AD's a beast on the court. But these analysts, they be going in on him when he get
2: hurt. I'm like, damn.
1: I hate AD. <laughs> I hate AD. Um, I think he might have been one of the <laughs> one of the worst acquisitions that the Lakers could have made. Uh, his inconsistency is, it's deplorable. It's disgusting. Um, I don't see how you are. I think on Tuesday's game, AD was, oh my God, was he 31, 23, and five?
0: I think he was, something like that.
1: Something like that. To turn around yesterday and be like, six, 12 and freaking yeah. two blocks or some shit like that. So like... like
0: The consistency. It
1: it, it blows my mind. I can't... Spin. And AD, since he's been in the league, here's a fun fact. Since AD has been in the league, he has not completed a full season of basketball. He has not played 82 games in a season of basketball since he's been mm-hmm. in the league. Damn. Since his rookie year, he has not played a full season of basketball. Wow. But everyone reveres him as this great ass bomb ass player. But like you're not consistent. Like, we could have kept Dwight Howard, my opinion. Mm. Dwight Howard is a better big to me than than A D.
0: Yeah. As far yeah, as Dwight Howard over over in what he over in Taiwan balling.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's in China right now. Um, and the fact that Dwight Howard's not in the NBA is a the fact that Dwight Howard, not only did they disrespect him and not put him in the top 75 um player. Yeah, that
2: was kind of I'm, disrespectful.
1: Um, and the fact that he does not have a job in the NBA is ridiculous. And you have people, um, I ain't gonna call no like no player. They're they're worse players in the NBA than Dwight Howard, I will say <laughs> that, are still, that are still in the league and yeah, he's not number 76 on on anybody's list. like if I have my choice of big men I'm I'm Dwight Howard's in my top 10. so you know yeah, what I mean? it's like,
0: like it's like people forget about all about how dominant he was in Orlando. Because of what happened after Orlando, because I think what don't happened.
1: Don't blame there, that on us. Don't we happened after Orlando? Don't blame that on us.
0: I didn't say y'all. I was Kobe. I was thinking about Houston, Atlanta, and Charlotte. I didn't he say did the Lakers.
1: He came over there to us first, and then went to all the other. Don't blame that on us. Nah, you, you,
0: I mean, I mean, he should have known. But I think that's on him, though. He should have known that Kobe was a beast at the time, you know. Yeah. And yeah. he know Kobe. He was so bad it forced Kobe to apologize to Shaq. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and I heard that story. They said Kobe, Kobe got in touch with Shaq and made amends because of Dwight Howard.
2: <laughs> that's, I'm like,
0: that's like damn. That's like
1: RIP <laughs> to the real goat. Yes, RIP
0: to RIP to the Black Mamba. You know, yeah,
1: it's 100%. Like, yeah,
0: wow. I'm like, you can't, you can't be that bad, but,
1: <laughs> but, but he can. not <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. but there's not 75 players in the in, uh in historically in the NBA that are better than Dwight Howard. I feel like he he could have been, you know what I'm saying? He could he could have been on that list. It's just you know, but everything is opinion based. So you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, everything's definitely opinion based. And it's like now I'm seeing some dudes, I'm like, Y'all have him on there? I'm like, Okay, but mm-hmm. you know, So I don't know who makes these lists or whatnot, you know, but they're definitely very opinion-based.
1: Yeah, 100%.
0: And I think maybe it might be some writers who probably never picked up a basketball in a day in their damn life.
1: (laughs) Yeah, always. It's always those – what does it say? Those who can do and those who can't talk Mm -hmm. shit or whatever, however the saying goes.
0: Yep, that's how it always is. Yeah. I mean, we need to get to where the players are voting on this, the players and the coaches only, you know. That's how it should be.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree, but then, like, then you have players who haven't been in the league long enough to know nothing. They 18, 19, 20 years old. Like, you don't know shit about basketball. You just, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Still, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess it's double-edged sword.
0: Yeah, that's the double-edged sword we just got to live with. Ladies and gentlemen, remember, this is Liquor Talk. The more you drink, the better we sound. Pour up that liquor and hit subscribe. Now, going on the career path, now, I know you saw the video of Ebony Williams, how she was on with um Ayala, Dr. Ayala, right? And she basically had that stale face as if she would never date a bus driver. And I'm looking at her like, you know what? This is why I don't respect about some people. They get to the money, they get to their bag, and they get to a level that they, they just get stuck up-ish. They forget that they were once at that point, you know? It's like... To say you want to date somebody because of their career, that's a joke to me because I feel like the person below, they might value, they might do the things, they might go above and beyond for you compared to the person that is getting to the money. I mean, what would you think of that whole deal and stuff?
1: Okay, so I didn't watch her whole interview with um, Dr. Ayanla. I didn't watch that. Um, I did watch her statement where she doubled down and talked about white supremacy and talked about, um, mediocre average, all of those things, um, getting C's and D's and being coddled. I watched that. And then she went on the breakfast club and that was a 40 minute interview that I watched. And I, (laughs) I, I agree with the sentiment of what she was saying on the Breakfast Club. So her points changed from so from what she was saying on The Breakfast Club, the clip that went out from that interview with Dr. Van Zant was it was a it was a 90-second clip from a 23-minute conversation.
2: Mm-hmm. So
1: to get the whole context, you know what I mean? Like obviously it was clickbaity, it was, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, so she said, Would you date a bus driver? Ebony K. Williams said, if he joined the if he owned the bus. By the time she made it to the Breakfast Club, she was saying that she just wants black people to want better. For themselves, not saying that there's nothing wrong with being a bus driver because there's nothing wrong with being a bus driver like niggas ride the bus. Somebody has to drive it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, just know that ownership is an option. Just know that like that's why she said like a lot of all her Breakfast Club interview, a lot of black people think that the middle is the top.
2: -hmm.
1: And it's not. Caveat, there's nothing wrong with being in the middle.
2: (laughs) Right. (laughs) There's nothing
1: wrong. There's nothing wrong with being an average, everyday person. Everybody don't need an LLC. Everybody don't want to take their tax dollars and go trade it in the foreign exchange market. Everybody don't need to be out here flipping houses. Like niggas just want to live. Like, can I go buy some crab legs? And some (laughs) some
2: shoes.
1: Yes. Can I get a tail bag with my tax money? Like, why I got to go and get a trademark? Like, you know what I mean? Like.
0: Exactly.
1: I just want to exist. You know what I mean? I don't want to, I don't want to own, I don't want to be a boss. I want to be the employee. Mm -hmm. Because all the responsibility falls on the boss. Some people don't want that. Some people aren't, some people don't have the capacity to, to do that. And what I feel like Ebony, so. What she said and what people heard are not the same thing. Mm. People took what she said, internalized it, and flipped it, and projected what they um God bless you, and projected their insecurities onto and pinned that onto what she was saying because people have weaponized words like average, mediocre, um, regular.
2: Mm-hmm. Status quo.
1: There's nothing wrong with the status quo because at the end of the day, a lot of people in America are average. And if you're not going above the standard, then you're average and that's fine. But what she said, she didn't say anything about finances, but I see that on some people, when some people were talking about it on their podcast and whatnot, they um, were talking about, well, they make this amount of money and a CDL driver make this. She didn't say anything about money. She didn't say you know what I'm she didn't say anything about income she didn't say anything about salary she said if he owned the bus that means that the standard you know what I'm saying this, he goes above and beyond the standard and i think people were moving the goalposts so much that we don't even know what the conversation was anymore you know what i mean right we because, don't because what happens a lot on social media is when these clips come out that's why i am so Pearl and just so I have to I can't give an opinion on something I did if I didn't watch the whole interview
2: mm-hmm. if I
1: didn't watch the whole interview I'm not going to give an opinion on it now thankfully for Ebony K Williams she went and did that breakfast club interview which summed up <laughs> everything <laughs> in one interview so I didn't have to go and watch both of them and I had two kids I can't be watching all of that <laughs> 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 But she um ended up like I don't disagree with what she said. I don't disagree with what she said. I just feel like people took what she said and internalized it and felt attacked. And 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 I don't think I don't think what she said was an attack. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah. I saying when you go back and you look at the whole interview. Okay, maybe she wasn't trying to attack nobody. And also, if you take an offense to that, then maybe you need to just shut the fuck up and worry about yourself and you need to get better for yourself, you know, instead of settling for that mediocrity. It's like, yeah, I was like, I don't care if you work at McDonald's or work at wherever you're trying to go. As long as you got that ambition to know that, hey, this is not going to be forever, then we in the ballpark. But if you just okay with just being mediocre and that level of below middle-class mediocre, then we, then the problem will come in.
1: Right. But, but, but if they're okay with being mediocre and their life is fine, they they work, they the manager at, down to the McDonald's mm-hmm. and, and their bills are paid and yeah. they're taking care of what they need to take care of and they're happy.
0: Yeah. You can't argue with that. Now that you think about it.
1: That's okay. Because guess what? Niggas is eating McDonald's. So McDonald's needs a manager.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Niggas is riding a bus. So the bus needs a driver.
2: Mm. Niggas'
1: toilets is breaking down, so you need plumbers. Niggas is buying houses, so you need carpenters. Come on. You know.
0: Yeah, let's stop all <laughs> because uh, let social media tell it you will. That will degrade every career there is. You know,
1: Bruh, Niggas can't work a regular job for nothing. Like you need teachers, nurses, engineers fucking crossing guards orlando how you right now big-ass billboards because they ain't got no fucking yeah. crossing
0: guards. i saw that too i saw <laughs> plenty of them as i was driving through City.
1: everybody want to be a goddamn social media influencer don't nobody want to go get a real fucking nine to five i work a nine to five i mm-hmm. work a i work a, a 9 30 to four that counts <laughs> yeah i'm um, working 9 30 to
2: four
1: yeah but like i also and I, but i am I speak from a place of privilege. So, I don't have to work. I work cuz I want to. I work cuz, you know what I mean? I ain't got shit else to do. And I also work cuz daycare is fucking expensive. But um I thankfully have my VA compensation, so I don't, you know, if I didn't want to work another day in my life, I wouldn't have to. But like Auntie likes nice things. So,
0: yeah, I feel you. I said I got two jobs. I got to work for two security companies. It's like, yeah, we gotta fund this podcast, you know what I'm saying? We gotta fund the podcast, gotta fund the dream, you know what I'm saying? Cause we we looking to get to that point where we're living off just sponsorships and stuff where all we gotta do is just wake up, record, and we still making money to, to sleep and getting paid. You know what I'm saying? We got that ambition, you know. We're right. getting there, it's like also also support someone's ambition because they They ain't trying to do this nine to five forever for the rest of their lives. Especially if they got boutique and stuff, because I know plenty of people with boutiques, you know, you gotta support their vision, you know.
1: Right, 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 right. I hate to do this to you and I don't I know we're live, but I don't hear the kids anymore. So I feel like they're doing something that they don't got no business. Can we take like a two-second break so I can go check on them?
0: All right, you can take two seconds, I'll check on them.
1: Okay. Can we
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is liquor talk. Um, my guests will be right back. But um, but coming up, y'all, we got a lot of guest Um, episodes. We go, We are in the fourth quarter of the liquor talk. We are in the fourth quarter, ladies and gentlemen. Basically, we are in the fourth quarter of the liquor talk season. Season 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 season, season five is coming to an end, an abrupt end. So we got a lot of episodes coming out. We got episodes coming every Wednesday from here until june also in june we're gonna be dropping two episodes a week during june as well ladies and gentlemen so we got a lot jam-packed for this liquor talk um shout out to all the guests and um shout out to glow from not that from um conversations with glow for the previous episode if you heard that that was a great conversation um shout out to the fellas who kicked off this month um we got a great, a lot of great episodes coming. And also, be on the lookout. We got different podcasters from all across the country. We even got some comebacks, you know. And just wait for that season finale, ladies and gentlemen, because that season finale is coming, and it's coming hard. It's going to be amazing, you know. So be on the lookout for that season finale. And also, if you need somebody to hop on your podcast, come talk to you man and also be sure to come to the studio max in orlando um we do a lot of great recording around here you know also we got events coming on we got a lot of things going on so stay tuned y'all oh hold on hold on she's back y'all she's back all right
2: (laughs) all right it's okay yes they yes
1: they are downstairs now so they're good
0: Okay. All right. Let's get back into it. All right. So I know I sent you another video of a woman that was, that was, she had a man that was doing everything for her, but she felt like there was something missing and she really wouldn't say what it was. So what do you think about people that could find everything in a partner? Because I know you're married, but everybody, for the rest of us, it's tough out here because it's just, you got a lot of grimy people out here. But why is it that You feel like you found every a person that has everything, but yet you're still not satisfied. Why does that occur?
1: Um, first of all, the video, right? Um, Mm -hmm. I couldn't get back past her bangs. Like, I'm not like hair shaming or whatever, but like she probably couldn't see what was missing because the bangs was just like over her eyes. Um, secondly, I think that. Social media, sorry, I, I I attack social media and praise social media at the same time. Um, so just a little bit of back story. My husband and I met in the army. And we met in 2013. So social media was, you know, a thing, but it wasn't today what you know what I'm saying, what social media is today. And I think it has, social media has presented a, a falsehood of what a relationship actually is. Mm-hmm. Um, a success, I don't wanna say successful, but a, cause success is relative and what works for you is what works for, what works for me and my husband may not work for somebody else and and their husband and then somebody else and their husband. But I think from watching that video, I will say I'm glad that she did get out of that relationship, but I'm glad for the man Mm. because, and I know I sound like a pick me right now, but like if y'all would have watched that video, it's like she was, she knew from watching that video to me, she knew she didn't want that man from the beginning. So she should have never said yes to the engagement and then broken that off. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I understand, but she couldn't even pinpoint what was missing. So that means to me, she needs a little bit of therapy just because if you can't pinpoint why you don't want to be with someone, that's something that you should explore. Cause maybe that's something in her That's wrong. Maybe it's something to do. I don't know this nigga. He could be like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) The worst thing on the planet. Um, So I'm not like caping for him or anything. But maybe that's something internal in her and just like, you're not going to find happiness in somebody else. To be in a partnership, marriage, committed monogamous relationship, polyamorous relationship, whatever the fuck everybody is into in 2023. (laughs) Um, You have to be happy with yourself, content with yourself, and then you take your happiness that you have Mm -hmm. and your partner or partners take his or her or their happiness with themselves, bring it all together. You make one big part of happy. I can't look for... One thing that Will Smith said about him and Jada, and y'all feel how y'all want about Will and Jada, but um he said that or she said it. She said I don't look for him to make me happy.
0: Right. I don't, I don't remember saying that.
1: I don't I don't look for I don't look for him to make me happy. He don't look for me to make him happy. If I'm going like you guys have to you just have to build together and just know that people change as well fortunately for my husband and I, and that's the only people I can speak for, we're not the, when we met in 2000, we started dating in December, 2013. So we're coming up on 10 years. Um, And we got married in 2016. Who we were in 2013, started dating. is not who we were when we got married in 2016. It's not who we were when we had our first child in 2019. Not who we were when we had our second child in 2022. We're totally different people. And the thing is, we're growing together rather than growing apart. And a lot of times people grow apart because you have your ambitions and things that you want to do. This person has their ambitions and things that they want to do. And a lot of times people feel like relationships are a competition or I'm supposed to be doing this because this is how I've seen it done. Or I'm you're supposed to be doing this. Because this is how it's always been done, Mm -hmm. rather than what do we need to do in order to make this work?
0: That's real. That is real. Well said. Well put. You know what I'm saying? I definitely yeah. agree with you from watching that video. It's Bottom line, Shawty did not like the man. It's like,
2: yeah, nowadays, like
0: you just have to if you don't like somebody, you just got cut off before it even begins. And yeah. I totally agree with that, because if you don't allow a person room to grow and a room to evolve, do you really don't like that person you know what i'm saying because i've talked to plenty of married couples they always say they have their moments but they say they love the person enough to keep going you know what i'm saying because and you, and also another thing i agree with you on beating up social media because we i think we have this love hate relationship with social media because we need to promote but we don't need it to live by you know what i'm saying because everybody comment on stuff that they don't know of you that's know that's your business they're always they're always praising Um, celebrities' relationships and stuff, but your homegirl, homeboy doing wrong, but you ain't holding them accountable, you know? So, yeah,
1: and it's like can't do that. Yeah, and and to me, it's like everybody sees something that they want, and and that's why a lot of times it's funny to me when when um, people comment on people's marriages and relationships and different things like that because it's all about projection. See, this is why, and both both my husband and myself have been to therapy separately. Mm -hmm. So we have those type of tools, you know what I mean? Those type of coping mechanisms to, if there's something that we disagree with, if there's something that, you know what I mean? If there's something that, you know, whatever, whatever we have the tools in order to talk about it without it being an argument. Um, And it's like a lot of things too. Just another thing, just, tangent. I'm sorry.
0: You good.
1: <laughs> you can't be in a relationship with anybody that you that you want to be with for the rest of your life if you don't trust this person. Hello. You have to and the foundation of a relationship has to be trust because nothing else works without trust. I I don't care if somebody told you it was communication that starts with trust because you can't communicate with somebody. If you think they're going to lie to you, that means you don't fucking trust them. It's not financial because if they're not sharing everything with you as far as like not. And I don't mean sharing like giving you money and different things like that. But I mean, sharing as disclosure, um. What does your bank account and finances look like? What does my bank account and finances look like? Because when you're married, that shit becomes one. I don't care if you have separate bank accounts. Anytime you try to open up a credit card, buy a car, buy a house, anything, you being married takes they take your spouse's financial history and everything into consideration. So you have to trust that that person is being honest with you about that. And don't get me started on the the cheating and the whatever whatever, because if you don't trust somebody to be a parent, to love you, to treat you how you want to be treated, trust, and you got to trust somebody in order to be honest with them. So it's like, mm-hmm. if you don't trust your partner, if you're in a relationship right now and you don't trust that person, really reflect on it. If you don't trust that nigga, fucking leave.
2: Please.
1: Leave. And, and back to the woman, I feel like she got with old boy and was like, mm, I don't really like him like that. This is what she told her homegirls I don't really like him like that, but like he cool, you know what I'm saying? He's a good dude. And her homegirls was like, Girl, you better stay with him because he's doing XYZ, XYD. That's a good man, girl. That's a good man. And she thought she could maybe mold him into what she wanted him to be.
2: Mm-hmm. And after
1: the time had passed and the molding wasn't molding, it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. She thank God realized before she contractually put herself with that man for the rest of her life. Um and broke off the engagement. And um yeah, man, like if you don't, if you don't have trust, if you don't have trust in your relationship, I'm talking about unwavering blind trust in your relationship, that shit will crumble at one point.
0: Yes, it will. It definitely would. And also, sometimes you got to say fuck other people's opinions. This is something I learned at FamUs. like, Andrew. you got to say fuck other people's opinions and you know that you're the captain of your faith, the captain of your life. You got to say that because other people will tell you, no, stay with them. Just stay with them and see what you can get out of them. I'm like, no, fuck that. I will just take my L right now because I'm sick of this shit, you know. So you got to just move the fuck on and not hold on because you'll miss out on somebody that was probably for you, you know.
1: Ebobo, you are preaching. Okay, mm-hmm. you are preaching because nobody else has to be in your relationship except you and your partner or partners. Yes. Them the only people with opinion, the only opinion that matters about my marriage is mine and my husband's. That's the real. The only opinion that married uh, that that matters about raising my kids, mine and my husband's. As you said everything else is noise people give good advice you chew the meat you spit the bones you do what you need to do but at the end of the day Mm -hmm. you got to live for you and the only opinion that matters about your life is you Mm
2: -hmm. you can't
1: be living the thing about it is people be living for other people they be living for social media what is this person going to think what is this person going to think what is it Fuck all that, like you just said, you gotta say, fuck all that and just live your life. Like, literally, that has been, I will say, since the pandemic, that has been what I have been like growing towards. I'm almost at peak. Fuck what these bitches gotta say. I'm like, if this is the peak, I'm like here. So I still got a little bit, you know what I'm saying? I still got a little bit to go, Mm
2: -hmm. but.
1: I'm definitely climbing the ladder of, I don't give a fuck what you whole thing, like.
0: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, uh, I definitely agree with that. It's like, um, only time I care about your opinion is if you're actually helping me. If you're not really helping me, then you you could just go on somewhere with your opinion because a lot of y'all, y'all give opinions, but don't want to deal with your own shit. I only that- care
1: about the opinions that I
0: ask for. Mm-hmm that's that's all that matters is the <laughs>
1: that's that's literally that's literally it like other than that like like i, I don't know if you could do that on youtube i'm sorry
0: <laughs> <laughs> youtube don't care they'll, they'll live. <laughs> i
1: ain't trying to demonetized now <laughs>
0: <laughs> no nah, we were trying to get monetized over here we good though we good um now with this being mother's day mother what's something you like to tell your mom
1: Something I would like to tell my mom, oh, my God, I would like to say, hey, Mia, girl, Um, that I love her. I would like to tell my mom that I love her and that I understand now everything that she, everything that she has, like, decided to do with her life. I get it as an adult and as a mom because my parents are divorced. So, um, and my mom is the one; she ain't gonna listen to this. My mom is the one that, <laughs> that filed for divorce. So when I was just like, leave that nigga. Mm. <laughs>
2: that's
1: what Mia did. So that's what that's what Mia did. So, um, yeah, I was just say I understand, and that um, that I love my mom, and it's funny how everybody always says. The older you get, the closer you get to, you know...
2: That is true. That's
1: mom. my mom is hilarious. I literally talk to my mother every day, multiple times a day. Wow. Like, if I don't talk to my mom at least, like, twice a day, I'd be like, girl, what are you doing? She, even if I'm like... And this might be, like, not okay, because when you try to, like, practice boundaries or whatever... When I'm like, I don't feel like talking to nobody on the phone. If my mama called me, like, I'm going to answer the phone. Like, I'm not going to not, you know what I'm saying? Like, talk to my mama. So, yeah. That's yeah, what I was man.
0: saying. Um, first off, to my mother, Katrina, I know she's she's in Texas right now. Actually, she came this weekend. It was it was nice to see her, you know? It's like, I definitely agree with you. Um, You will get close to your parents because I remember, fam, you, me, I really didn't want to deal with my mom, but then over the time we we healed some things, you know what I'm saying? She owned up to some areas where she fucked up at it's like it's like if a parent tells you they're sorry and they fucked up, you gotta you gotta respect that because they're 100%. taking accountability, you know what I'm saying? And once she started taking accountability for things, you know, things started happening, you know, so we started getting closer. Remember, I was, she lived in Jacksonville. I was living with her for briefly, you know. So I'm definitely appreciative of my mother, you know what I'm saying. She always came through at the toughest times, you know what I'm saying. Also, to all the single moms my age, you know what I'm saying, keep doing your thing, um, keep doing your thing. And also, be very selective of who you bring your kids around because not every man needs to be involved with your kid, you know what I'm saying. You, gotta, you definitely got to be very selective of what man can bring around because you bring around the wrong man and your child is going to make you pay for it as an adult so and not everybody needs to know what's going on with your children and stuff so be very selective but also date for you you know what i'm saying that's the big thing i tell single moms date for you don't be out here looking for stepdad of the year for your kids you know tell my married people with kids you know what i'm saying happy mother's day y'all doing your thing Shout out to all the moms that I've had on Liquor Talk. I definitely appreciate y'all. I definitely learned something from y'all. Anytime I have a mom on, I learn a lot of different things. <laughs> you can't prepare, do nothing.
2: You know, <laughs>
1: you can't get nothing done. That's what you learn. You can't get nothing done because these kids is bad as hell. Um, but just to piggyback one last thing,
2: uh-huh.
0: girlfriend
1: to the single moms to the single bobs. Sorry, mm. tangent. Last thing, I promise.
0: Uh huh.
1: Let that man see them kids. If he want to see them kids, and he's trying to see them kids, let that man see them kids. Girl, because if you let him see them kids, you can go get your nails done. You can go get your lashes done.
2: You can you can you go, go have brunch. You
1: can, you can go to brunch. Girl, let that man see them kids. All he going to do is take them kids, take some pictures from Instagram, go drop them off at his mama house, and you know they're going to be there <laughs> Let that man see them kids. And I say that I say that because um I say it jokingly, but um I don't know a lot of um single mothers,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I do know a lot of fathers who want to see their kids who are great fathers who pay their child support and still get the the runaround when it comes to seeing their kids. And it oh it really God, it really hurts. It really hurts to see when you see a man trying to be a good father, especially ones who didn't come from having a good father. So Savannah, let that man see them kids. Like let them, you know, and um, yeah, that's, that's all. I think that yeah. was it. Please,
2: yeah. please Happy let Mother's me see Day. the
0: kids. Happy Mother's <laughs> Day to all the moms out there. And also in talking about people without kids and Enjoy that shit, you know? You don't
1: have kids if you don't have them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you heard it from Bristol, y'all. I couldn't stand <laughs> better myself. All right, Bristol. Lastly, why do the people need to tap in and subscribe to the Not That Problematic podcast?
1: You should tap in and subscribe to Not That Problematic, the podcast, because it's lit over here. It's a safe space. You can say what you want. Within the ramifications Okay, we don't get crazy You know what I mean But um, it's a learning experience And I always believe In putting the medicine in the candy It's always a broader conversation I always have some fly ass guests I can't wait to have you on my podcast I'm excited Yes, Yes, I'm excited um, for that too I always have some bomb ass guests on my podcast It's a learning experience And we're lit over here at Not That Problematic, the podcast. We talk about any and everything. Parenting, you always, nine times out of 10, going to hear my son busting in the room while I'm recording, trying to, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> trying to have my mom time. Um, And it's a good time. It's an escape. And that's what podcasts do. And I'm funny.
0: <laughs> yes, you are. You are hella funny. You're hella lit. Ain't nothing changed. One thing about you changed you got kids and you're married now. I mean, I remember <laughs> And I
1: went to therapy. I've been to therapy. I've been in therapy since 2016. So Yes. Go to therapy, guys. Like, go to therapy. It's yes. worth it.
0: Definitely worth it. Well, Bruce, I want to thank you for making your first ever guest appearance on Liquor Talk. I'm honored to you. You're like you're breaking out of your shell. You know, you came on, you did your thing. You know, what I'm saying you were a great guest. I definitely appreciate you. I'm definitely looking forward to returning the favor for you. You know, what I'm saying I will, Hey, I'm a, I'm up the street, so whenever you want period. to, you just let me know. So period,
1: period, <laughs> definitely. It was a great time. I truly appreciate you um having me. Um, now I'm about to go like. You want me to be a guest on your podcast? I'm about to tell everybody because mm. it was a great time. I truly enjoyed myself. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And um, I appreciate
0: you. Thanks. Yes, I appreciate you, too. You know what I'm saying? Lifestyle, I'm ready to come on whenever you need me to. And I appreciate you, the listeners, for listening to this edition of Liquor Talk. Whether you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts at. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, remember, Liquor Talk is that podcast taking over for the 23 and the 24. We out this thing, y'all. Good night. it hey, would we'll-